Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Art of Unraveling. I'm super excited to have my guest here today, Stephanie Grutz. Uh, I've known Stephanie for many years. She's even come to some of my kundalini classes. I've went to her uh, facility for different treatments. Uh, She definitely helped me through COVID when I had COVID back in the day, 2021. Uh, so many different things. She is just a wealth of information. We're so lucky to have her here in Dubuque uh, and beyond. She's not just she's not just Dubuque. She's uh, global at this point. Um, yeah, she's just. I love. I'm so inspired watching her journey and watching all the things that unravel for her in her life. And I would like to just turn it over and have her introduce herself. So, Stephanie, what else? can we say about you? Thank you, Erin. That's sweet. And yeah, I think like our fondest memories, um, one taking Reiki courses with you and and Kundalini was, I don't know, it lit my soul on fire and you were the person that like introduced that and really just, you lead it so beautifully. So I can't wait until maybe getting that experience again with you. Um, yeah, so like Erin said, I'm Stephanie Gratz. I'm a board certified family nurse practitioner and I specialize in integrative medicine. So I went on my own health journey for the past 15 years and every day brought me closer to integrative medicine. And, um, about eight years ago, I really like took the, the dive to like really figure out what the root cause of my illness was. And, that's kind of when I started bringing it back to Dubuque and I opened up a clinic. Um, I have an IV infusion clinic where we do IV nutrient therapy um, for autoimmune disease, people that just want to stay healthy, uh, antivirals, obviously COVID was a big deal, and then um, oncology support as well. And um, we have, a, I also have a supplement line and everything that I have, which is beautiful in my, in my clinic was born out of a need for myself. And so it was really easy to create a business, <laughs> you know, like people get so afraid of, of what, what could be. And I was like, well, if I do this for myself and I helping people in the offset, then there, there's no wasted anything. So that kind of was my motivation to start a practice and now it's growing and thriving and yeah, I'm just really blessed. And you bought land a while ago and you're in the, I've driven by it recently. You're building a much larger space because you've expanded so much. You you're building a bigger, um, space. Yeah. Out. Yeah. yeah. We like, we outgrew our clinic. Um, we, I opened in 2016 and I grew that in a couple of years and we're like, okay, how can we bridge, bridge the time? And, uh, we got a mobile unit. So we took, we call it the hydration station and we drive it to areas like an hour, an hour and a half away so that our patients, cause a lot of them would come from 
like an hour and a half to two hours. We, we would park in their area so that they could come and, and receive treatments without having to drive to Dubuque. So with that, last year we opened up a space an hour and a half away, a new clinic. Um, and then we have this new clinic coming to Piasta. And really it's just about, I feel like there's so many tools that can be provided to our community. And with the limited space that we had, it wasn't able to provide what I wanted to do. So this is just kind of that perfect bridge for, for our next steps. Wow. That's amazing, Stephanie. I'm so, it's, it feels weird to say proud of you, but I'm so proud of you and excited mm-hmm. for you. And it's just really cool to watch the expansion. Yeah. You know, it's crazy too, because it's like, you know, I don't ever get to really, I don't step back and like, just look at it. And it's just like, really when you're, you're, I'm like a vessel and I keep, I always tell myself that I'm I'm like, I'm just this vessel because this stuff is wild and I don't, I couldn't have done it myself. So there's some sort of something guiding me along. So I, I really just always take that into appreciation and just, I trust the process of whatever it is going to be. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. So as you know, this is the Art of Unraveling podcast. And I always, the question I always ask people is, you know, what's something that's currently unraveling for you or maybe something in a recent past that's that you're still dealing with on some level that feels like it's prevalent for you to talk about? Like, what's your unraveling? I know you mentioned your health journey. I know I've seen a bit of about your health journey, following you online and listening to you um, chat about it. But is that something you want to talk about today? Or what's what's the unraveling that you want to share with us? Yeah, it's, you know, I was thinking about this question. It's like, what am I unraveling? It's like, I feel like I always I'm unraveling something, right? We're just, yeah. just, our, just our life. And to me, I think the most current thing that I'm unraveling is how to be a mom. I'm a mom of a 10 month old baby girl right now. And um, so how to be a mom, a business owner, and how to help myself heal because I still am in the midst of of healing the healing journey. So it's like, how, how can I be present to everything that's important to me and, and stay sane, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's a huge question, right? Like how, how do you do that? Yeah. Well, first off, do you mind just sharing a little bit about um, your healing journey that you've been on? And I think that ties in so well with what you just talked about. It's like your why for your whole business. Right. Yeah. When I was in my early 20s, I was just graduating as a new nurse. I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. And prior to that, I thought I was healthy and eating a healthy life, you know, and, and just being a healthy person. And Um, So this really kind of caught me off guard. And, you know, I went the Western medicine route. I was given medication, chemotherapy medications to slow down my immune system. And, um, you know, it it worked at first. I was like, oh, I can walk and I can feel good again. And then I just put all my trust and all my power into Western medicine. And then years went by and I was getting sicker and, you know, I was told poor me. And so then I was like, okay, I'm a victim to my, my disease and my, you know, and so that's kind of what I just took the drugs. I listened because that's what I was told. And then as I started kind of learning more and really, I just got to a point of like, 
why did this happen to me? I need to know because I, I thought I was healthy. And so that took me on a huge healing integrative journey and, and kind of led me to where I am today. And I think the biggest thing with that was getting my power back and making decisions based on the way I want to do them, not feared or ridiculed by the people that were supposed to help me. Mm. So powerful. And so what did you figure out was the reason or what were the reasons? I mean, I, I know, cause I know your story, but yeah, I mean, honestly, it's so, it's so cool. I love like telling people, you know, people just go, oh, it's because I got this one thing. And then when you unravel your health, it's like, oh, never mind. It was all of these things. So there was maybe something that really um, set my immune system on fire. But, um, you know, before that, I was eating a standard American diet, which now I know to be highly inflammatory and it wasn't good with my system. Um, gluten dairy sensitive. So eating on that pyramid wasn't a good thing for me. Um, I was in toxic relationships and, and stress with just graduating, becoming a nurse and taking boards. So there was this sort of perfect storm is what I tell people. And that's what typical health journeys are. It's just a perfect storm of all these things coming in at once. And then our immune systems kind of just breaking down and then it leaves us raw and open to to disease and, and cancers and, and just different things like that. For sure. Uh, so I'm like, where do I want to go next? There's so many questions. <laughs> so yeah, it's a perfect storm. There's so many things. It's not, it's not just this one thing led to X, Y, Z. It's, it's a combination of so many things. And I like how you describe that. Um, and that, you know, even our relationships, even our, you know, obviously the food that we eat, we know that stuff, but are we thinking about our emotional health and needs and, you know, everything else that, that plays into it? Yeah, I think honestly, that was the biggest, that was the biggest healer to me. And what has been the biggest healer was um, getting into my spirituality and believing in something greater than myself. Um, because when you do get really sick, you're like, what is my plan? What, what, what is going to happen? So, you know, finding, finding help and um, comfort in spirituality. And like, again, like you said, just kind of figuring out there's in Crohn's disease, which is what I was diagnosed with. Like there's a lot of um, guilt and a lot of stuff held in our guts and emotions in our guts. And, we have to unpack why, what is that guilt? What is a shame? What are those emotions that are causing that to happen? And so that was a, a deep journey for me. And it's really hard. It's, it's hard to look at your shadow side. Um, it's hard to, you know, bring up things that aren't the best part of you to heal, but it's so important to actually living a true healthy life. Oh, yeah. I love that so much. I am all about the shadow work, <laughs> all about the shadow work. I really think it's the key to our success. Yes. You know, if we, if we, as long as we're denying parts of ourselves, mm. uh, we can't be fully integrated and therefore um, fully successful in whatever it is we're trying to achieve in life. Hopefully. Uh, Oh, 
what else? <laughs> what else about your journey? I, I had a question and then I you made the mistake of not writing it down. Um, you know, <laughs> well, you think about it and I will say just to, to piggyback off what you were just saying, um, I, I don't know if people know who Bruce Lipton is, but he's such an amazing, he, he wrote the book Biology, I believe, The Honeymoon Effect, just different books. And he was really the one that bridged me from, he's a very, he's a molecular biologist. He, he bridged the gap between spirituality and um, science for me. And that was really what helped me turn the corner from being very left brain, uh, scientific thinker to like, oh, incorporating all of this. And I was able to see him and Anita Morajani, who had a miraculous stage four healing journey. And I saw them a couple years ago. And I asked, I got to ask a question from the audience. And it was, I can manifest anything that I want in life. I have this beautiful family, I have this beautiful career, all of these things. But when it comes to my health, I can't manifest even when I, I try and um, Anita was like, it's not manifest when it's fear. When you're in fear, you can't manifest. So if you're in fear that you're not going to have money or you're going to be poor and starving, you, you'll never manifest money because you're doing it out of a fear base versus joy. So whatever you're fearful of, find that joy, find the joy in your health, and then manifest from that place. And so... <laughs> Obviously, it's a lot easier said than done. Um, she had a near-death experience, so she got like to me. I was like, "You got the like the quick way, not the easy way, but you got the <laughs> quick way to see all of this." Um, so yeah, so that is something that I'm definitely I try to work on every day is finding the joy of my health. And to speak on that, I asked myself like, when was the last time you manifested something good for your health? And then instantly like brought to tears thinking of my home birth with Lainey. And again, this kind of incorporates all of, all of my unraveling. And I was like, oh yeah, when, when I knew I was pregnant, I always knew I wanted to have a home birth. And I knew if I went into Western medicine at all, they would be like your severe Crohn's. Like you've had two resections, you are going to be a C-section, you're going to be monitored. And I trusted my body and I knew that I could do it. And so I had very minimal, I did all my own labs. So I am fortunate and privileged that way. So I had, you know, the best, obviously the, the best labs that anybody could ever get. And I, I kept track myself and then I had one ultrasound and I had a great team that trusted me. And then at the end, um, and I made sure that everybody on my team was someone that would believe in me. And I told Alex, like, when the time comes, I do not want you to call our parents and say that I'm in labor. Because even there, the mother's love will bring a worry, fear, energy into my sphere. And I don't need that. So I was very strict on that. And even the last, so she was born on Friday at 7.57 in the morning. And on Thursday, my, that week, my midwife was getting nervous because she couldn't measure me because of my, um, my past uh, sutures and, and restriction to my belly. So she, she was pushing some fear there. I'm like, oh gosh, no way. So I was like, I'm going to get an ultrasound just to make sure that I can have her feel comfortable going into this, even though I had zero worries and I did it. And we, I had a pain, natural birth at home. It was so beautiful. Lainey was born super healthy and I never had any 
inclination that it wouldn't go that way. And I was like, damn it, I manifested that. So why I can manifest anything that I want in my health, but that was so easy and joyful. That's the only way it was going to be. Wow, Stephanie. Oh my gosh. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. I, I want to, I want to circle back to what you said. And I, and I've heard you tell that story before when you asked Bruce Lipton um, or Anita Morajani that question. Um, I remember you saying that before that if you're man trying to manifest it out of fear, it's not going to happen, right? You got to do it out of joy. What, like on, along those same lines, obviously the birth of your daughter, yes, you completely manifested that to be done in at home, healthy. You just knew, you knew that within your bones that that's what was going to happen. What about, I'm curious, like for other people listening too, you know, <clears throat> along those lines of manifesting out of joy versus fear, what about the times when your Crohn's acts up or when you have some sort of an issue? Um, with your physical body after the birth, say, of Lainey, how do you find yourself getting back into joy in those moments? Yeah, so five days after I had Lainey, I had I had a fever and they were afraid that I had like some retained placenta or something. So I went into the ER and when I got in there, I knew right then that it was a Crohn's flare. Like I could feel the exact area in my, my gut that was not okay. And they ended up draining like a pop can size full of infection out of me at that time. And, um, you know, so five days postpartum and I tell people like, I've never been one to want expectations because everything changes. And, and so I, I know that in my life, I can be successful when I just kind of go with the flow. And, you know, you think about like, okay, when's, when's the first time you're going to leave your newborn? Like, oh, two years old, like maybe never. And then, you know, it's five days postpartum and I'm, I have to leave my baby with Alex. You know, Alex is a new dad. And luckily we had such a good support system with his parents and mine. Um, but it was tough. And when I remember when my surgeon, I get shipped to UW-Madison if something like this happens. And I remember when my surgeon came in, again, I had two resections in the past. And she was like, yeah, that, that area is going to have to be um, resected, I'm sure, at some point. And I was like, you mean like in years? And she's like, no, in like maybe six weeks. And I just remember just breaking down because I knew what that meant. I knew that it meant most likely an, another ostomy. And I remember how hard it was just to take care of myself um, without a newborn baby. Right. So living in that moment was so hard. And um, yeah. And talking, the words you're using, we're talking surgery, right? Where you're going to have to have part of your colon removed. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. So, so until then, so, so from there, from like day five, they put a drain in my side. So as a new mom, I, I came home, I had a drain in my side every month. It usually would get um, clogged or something would happen and I'd have to be rehospitalized. Um, that happened for four months. And then I had surgery. Uh, we tried to heal it. I did everything that I, I could, but when you have a drain in there and it's creating constant there, you know, there's a hole in my colon going to this outside space. That's where the drain comes in. But there was never, when there's a drain in there, there's never opportunity to close that hole. So anyways, the surgery was most likely inevitable. 
um, October 3rd last year, I had a colon resection and, um, yeah, it was, it was a lot. So then I had an ostomy until December and then I had it reversed, but honestly, <laughs> looking back now, I tell Alex, like, how did we survive? How did right. we thrive? I mean, literally from when Lainey was born, we opened up a new clinic in Cedar Rapids. We had our Piasta clinic break ground. We just did all of these things and it's, it's it um it I think it it names how great of a relationship Alex and I have. We have such a good partnership. So when one of us is down, the other lifts up and he became this super, super mom, mom dad. Like he, you know, he did everything and he was so good at it. And it really just helped me heal as well. But it was wild for sure. Wow, Stephanie. So you have a new baby. You have to deal with going to the hospital. You're opening, yeah, I don't even know how, but that seems absolutely crazy. I mean, you must have a good team as well that helps you hire people or something. Like, how are you doing all of that? Or is Alex the one that's hiring and... It's us. We, we're we like zooming in people for interviews. <laughs> and and honestly, I will say it's it's universal. It's universally trusting yeah. as well. I, I, I know that we had like 40 applications for a nurse in Cedar Rapids and it just wasn't working. And then I'd be hospitalized. Like we couldn't just hire someone and it was really frustrating, but I trusted that the right person would come along. And then beautifully someone didn't even know we were hiring and was like, Hey, I've had an IV there before I've seen you. And and she's been perfect. So, you know, it's, it's again, like it's trusting too, and not just quickly going into things. Like we're very um, systematic on the way we do things too. Yeah. I love that. So you explained that journey a little bit more, but tr- just a circle, because I know we kind of, as women, we just start talking and yes, <laughs> I do that, as you all know, that listen to this podcast. Um, but so in those moments after Lainey's birth, when you're in the hospital and you're dealing with your Crohn's yet again, how do you get out of fear in those moments? How do you find the joy? Because that's such like a deep spiritual experience to try to find joy when you're in a hospital, you just had a newborn, you're opening a new clinic, you have 45,000 things going on. And here you are yet again, dealing with this ongoing issue. Like, where's your mindset at in those moments? And how do you rise above the negative thinking to get out of the fear? Yeah, I'm not going to pretend I'm like a unicorn and I don't have dark thoughts, you know, because I do, because it's, it is scary. It is scary to live through something like that. And it's, it's traumatizing every time that something like that happens. Um, But I just, I I don't let myself live in those moments for a long time. Like when I see something that happens, that seems, that seems bad. I love the good and bad when it seems bad. I I'm like, okay, well, what, why is this happening for me? Like, is, I remember when my my original surgery is supposed to be in September and I was so ready to get that drain out of me because it it literally was draining my, my life force. And I was like ready for, for it to happen. And then 
I got septic and I got COVID and they wouldn't let me do surgery. They wouldn't let me see Lainey. It was really bad. And I was like, why is this happening? But I, I trusted that that everything would be better down the road when when I was feeling better and stronger. And so just trusting, I think, is has been the biggest um, learning. And the thing to find my joy is like, okay, I, I'm going to live day by day and I'm going to trust in my journey. Wow, Stephanie. That's huge. And I know, you know, Julia Tyson, obviously. Yes. And I feel like a lot of what you're talking about is like a bit about her cancer journey too, which was such a powerful thing for people to listen to, you know, that whether you have some sort of physical illness or maybe you have money issues or maybe you have, you know, relationship issues or whatever your thing is in life. What I'm hearing you say is, you know, it's about trusting, like it's about trusting that what this is happening for whatever reason, right? Mm -hmm. As, as every unraveling is it's happening for a reason to evolve us in some way if we choose to see it that way or stay stuck and in the why me why is this happening you know self-pity victimization and all of those things but it's not to minimize that either that's an experience I feel like we have to let ourselves have otherwise we're denying we're again we're shadowing yeah parts of the experience for sure and I, I feel like you know we are each to me, the, my beliefs, you know, we, we signed up for this role coming to earth. Like we signed up for these lessons that we're going to learn in, in this experience. So Aaron, I could never, I could never handle your experiences with grace. Like you do. I I couldn't. And like, I couldn't, if someone has a bad relationship with their spouse, mm, sign me up for this GI stuff, because I could never imagine not having a great relationship like with Alex and having that teamwork. So we're each handed these unique situations that when we look at someone else's life, we're like, Oh gosh, I'm glad I'm not, I'm glad I'm not in that situation. But, you know, again, each of us has been built for, for the journey that has that we are leading. So I I definitely trust in that as well. Yeah. Same. I think I look at, I just like from your, from what you're sharing right now, I think about you're this warrior of health and like you've taken your health journey, which has been very hard, your physical health journey, and you've turned it into your why. And, and this is what you're doing to help other people because you've been there and you went down the Western medicine route and it wasn't working for you. So kind of, I see myself in the same way in the emotional journey, you know, like I feel like I'm an emotional warrior in a lot of ways. And I've had a lot of things I've had to deal with um, emotionally through my childhood and journey and all of that. And that's what I help people with. So in a way it's, yeah. yeah, I see that kind of mirror there. Yeah. Why, why we choose to do what we do. And, and like, you know, you said like from childhood and then like even looking epigenetically and again, that epigenetics is science and looking at like our stored traumas from our grandparents and even like seven generations before us, their, their epigenetics and traumas and all that are coming down to us. So we get all of, all of the stuff. Right. And it, it's us that gets to choose whether we give that to our children and let them continue the cycle 
or we stop it. We stop the, the, the traumas and stress and we help heal. I never understood what they meant by like, oh, if you heal yourself, you're healing lineages before you and after you. But that truly is what it is. If, if you can take the traumas that you have and understand that they're from, they can be from past lineages um, and childhood and all that, and you're healing it now, you're healing so many generations before and in front of you. 100%. Yeah. When I got into ancestral work, you know, I learned, like I met one of my ancestors. She was, you go find your well in spirit ancestors. And sometimes you have to go way, 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 way back to find them. I mean, we're talking, I don't even know how many generations back. I don't know. I didn't know her obviously physically, Uh, but she had said, you're the chosen one. And I really feel like and at first I was like, I don't want to be the cho- <laughs> the dang chosen one. Like this stuff is not easy, but I see, yeah. and I, I see a lot of us light workers like yourself that are that chosen one in our lineage, because for whatever reason, we're strong enough to be able to take on those challenges and to heal, like you said, the whole lineage back. I don't have children, but for you, the whole lineage moving forward as well. And it's, serious work it's seriously not easy and i i know so many people that listen to this podcast that are right there along with us doing that work so amazing i yeah i give everybody credit that is on this journey because like you said it is it is not for the faint of heart it is not oh it sounds beautiful right oh we're, we're yeah. healing our generation You're the chosen one no 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 that means like we're at this like crux of miserable like we we have this like, we have the opportunity to be a victim or an empowered person right so like yeah it it is not easy and um yeah but it, it is the life work and i i understand that whatever my life it will be is like i'm satisfied with where I've come to be. I want to do so much more, but also like, okay, I'm stopping things here. I We're going to have good future. So I'm really happy for people that are doing this work. Yeah. It's so, so needed. And it's, yeah, it's just beautiful to watch different people doing it in different ways mm-hmm. and turning their their struggles, their issues into their passions, and then turning around and helping other people with that. Like, I think that's the coolest thing in the world, probably because I'm biased. But um, I just I love watching other people do the same. And it it just lights me up. Yeah, I agree. So going back to your original topic, which you said, which was unraveling motherhood, being an entrepreneur, not only being an entrepreneur, but collecting new places, new spaces, having more people to manage Mm -hmm. and um, your health. What feels like it's been the hardest, like what feels the hardest right in this moment right now or the most like challenging, I guess? Yeah, I, I think like the the things, the things I can't prepare for or plan that pop up in life. Like, um, we went to Arizona and Texas a month ago and we got back and all three of us got sick with something and mine lingered on for four weeks. And, and that was something like I didn't prepare for or plan, you know, like you just can't. And, and 
it was, it was a slow road to recovery. And then on top of that, like I've had a couple people need to change their positions at work. So then all of a sudden, like I'm going from doing what I need to get done to then having to find hours of my day to, you know, all of a sudden find new employer employees and, and like that stuff that kind of comes out of nowhere is stuff that is hard for my nervous system. So, so I used to, I mean, I was seeing people full-time when I first opened years ago. And then I knew for my health that like energetic exchange was just too much for me. Um, I would feel sick and I would literally, what I, what I think I found out years later was like, oh my gosh, I'm literally hospitalizing myself when I get to a point of where people are trying to get at me and I need to take a break because this hospital is the only place I can wow. break. And I was like, what? That's messed up. <laughs> like, I want to go to a beautiful vacation and spend all my money. I don't want to be in a hospital. So, wow, you know, I had a, yeah, That's huge. it was huge. And when I, so anyways, I, I turned my, myself into like, okay, what brings me joy every day? I ask myself if I'm doing a task, I'm like, is this bringing me joy? And if I have a repeated no, then it's like, okay, I, I don't want to do it anymore. Or I need to off task this to someone else. Um, if it's not in my wheelhouse. So I'm, I'm very close. Like I've been molding myself the past few years to really get to a beautiful place where everything's bringing me joy every day. But there are things that obviously come that are unexpected and unplanned. And I have to figure that out still. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Is this bringing me joy? I need, I need, I mean, I, I know that little trick, but I think I could use that in my own business sometimes too. Cause yeah, you just try to do all the things as an entrepreneur. And then I wonder why I'm resisting certain things like, Oh, it's probably not bringing me joy. Yeah. And, and so funny because as entrepreneurs too, we, we have control because it's our baby and we don't want to let control of things. And we also have control because like we fear having someone else come in and like giving them income and, you know, the fear of money. But I've always realized like whenever I feel ready to add a position or have someone else help me for extra, like it always comes back. It, it The financials always come back that way. So I'm like, okay, like just follow what really feels right and you will be supported by the universe. So that's my... Right my thing. I keep always keep in the back of my mind. I need to do that. I need to do that with, with some, some things at the moment that are coming to mind. So I'll get back to you on that. Good. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Stephanie, anything else you want to share with us? This has been so great. I love all that you've shared. It's so inspiring to hear your story and hear how you're overcoming things and you're still dealing with some physical health issues as I'm still dealing with some of my emotional things that I have to go through, but yet you're still moving forward. You're still, you're not letting it hold you back. And I think that's, that's what's most inspiring. Thank you. Yeah. I think, um, just having Lainey and, knowing like she is just our light in our lives and we just enjoy her so much. It's like, well, what can I do to really like cultivate such a good life experience for her? And 
it's, it's happening. And so I think like it's giving ourselves grace for when we aren't feeling our best. Like I know that some days like Alex, you're just going to have to take over the, today or grandma and grandpa, you're going to have to take over and in allowing that to happen and, and not letting that get in the way of our, our time together, you know? So anyways, it's, it's always like every, just taking it day by day for me and um, living the most when, when we can and when, when it's good. So, yeah. What do you feel like you've learned? I've like last two questions. What do you feel like you've learned most from your physical health journey? Like what's been the lesson in it? I mean, you've given us a lot already, but just to kind of sum it up. Yeah, I, I think it is, um, taking care of myself and making sure my, my cup is full before I'm depleting it to others. And, um, and yeah, like really learning to respect myself and love myself enough to stay healthy. Mm. 100%. Otherwise you end up in the hospital. Yeah. as you said, right? right. Don't want that to no. get a break. Yeah. Sometimes from yeah. other people. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. All right. And last question I always like to ask, you know, for somebody that's right in the middle of a health crisis or um, emotional crisis or a relationship crisis, whatever, what would you tell that person that they just are really struggling? What would you say? I want to hug them first. And, um, I want to say, don't give up. And you are here for a reason. And it might look really dark today, but tomorrow it could be really beautiful. And just trusting, trusting that and trust in deeply trusting that there is no good or bad experience. It just is. Yeah. I think is the biggest thing is like, oh, we think that this is really bad for us, but maybe it is just what we need to evolve a little bit further and have a really good life. Wow, Stephanie, I love that so much. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I really enjoy this. And I love like just being on like not having any agenda coming into something and just freely talking. It was really, it was really nice. So thank you so much. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. I, yeah, I, that's the only way to do these. Pot. It Unfortunately, sometimes I'm a little like, oh my gosh, what question do I ask next? But it just flows. And I just love the, the rawness that comes forward when we interview that way. So yeah. you do great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, check out Stephanie on, I know you're big on Instagram a lot. Um, in a, integrative health practitioner, right? The, the healthy practitioner, the healthy practitioner. Yes. And if you're in the, you know, the Midwest area, obviously she's in Cedar Rapids now, um, Dubuque. Are you in Davenport too? We have, um, our mobile unit goes to Davenport at yes. once a week. Yeah. Oh, perfect. And I know yeah. you've been out to North Liberty because when I was getting my tooth implant, I had yes. a little IV. Yes. Which yeah, we, cool yeah, we really try to try to get around to to where the people need us. So for sure. Yeah. And 
and yeah, I, I'm always trying to develop content that is helpful for, for people. I think that the Instagram, the healthy practitioners is the best way to get just some general health um, tips. And, and yeah, I think that's, that's the best way to reach, reach out. Yeah. So please check her out. We will leave links below this podcast as well for you. If you want to see what Stephanie's up to or go check out one of her facilities and we are just super grateful for you taking time out of your absolutely busy schedule to be here. We really appreciate that. And thank you again. Thank you, Erin. Till next time. Until next time. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.